So this couple basically lives off-grid off now, in a way, for only about $30,000. So let's get right into it. So a couple who ditched the rat race to live off-grid in a converted yurt in the desert are completely self-sufficient and power their home through human waste in solar panels. Bum, 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 bum. Wendy Newkirk, 33, and her husband, Trent, 26, upped sticks and moved from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, more than 2,000 miles away to Joshua Tree National Park, California, in August 2020. They now live in a converted yurt on their patch of land, which costs around $30,000 in total, and document their off-grid lifestyle on social media. After two years living in the yurt, Winnie says she never misses civilization, claiming, I love people, but I don't like large crowds. And the thing is, I mean, I could understand that line of thinking, because I basically agree with that too. So after ditching the 9-to-5 life more than two years ago, when Trent lost his job due to the pandemic, the couple traveled around U.S. national parks before settling in California. Which, you know, to me, I would definitely pick a place other than California. Personal choice. So they now live in a converted yurt on their patch of land, 30,000. So this is a converted yurt. Honestly, it doesn't really look that bad. And I think the good thing about yurts, you could end up moving them in not too hard of a time. Let's see. So the Joshua Tree National Park comprises two deserts, the Sonoran and the Mojave. In March 2021, the couple bought a 2.3-acre patch of land for $8,000 to build their new home. They also purchased a custom-designed yurt for $20,000 and invested in a 2,300-gallon water tank to get them started. Well, that's actually pretty smart that they started with water. So the yurt required three months of design and planning. The couple had to drive over 14 hours to pick up the parts from a company in Cottage Grove, Oregon, before spending a further three weeks putting the structure together. It took another year of renovation to convert the yurt into a livable space with a functioning bathroom and kitchen. Now virtually finished with their project, Whitney said she feels like she's on top of the road. And the couple used solar power to power the yurt and have also implemented a biogas system using food and human waste to create gas, which is pretty interesting. The thing is, I don't actually mind the look of this yurt, right? The yurt doesn't look too bad. The best way I can describe the feeling of when we finished was I literally felt like I was standing on the top of Mount Everest, she said. The desert living duo aren't hooked up to the grid and get their electric from solar panels that they installed themselves with the full system costing $12,000. Honestly, not too bad. They also have a home biogas system using food and human waste to create gas, which they use to cook using their fryer and stove. Whitney said, I never miss civilization. I love people, but I don't like large crowds. Now we just feel so much more financially free and closer to nature. They say that the journey has helped them understand so much more about nature and has been incredibly fulfilling. There are still trials and tribulations as we continue continue on the build and move on to bringing back a desert ecosystem to the outside, explained Whitney. But I've never been happier to do it. Our happy times outweigh the bad ones by a million. I gotta love how the, like the dogs are just like basically chilling. Like this is like a perfect spot if you have like animals. They're just like, yep, yeah, 
I'm just going to like chill over here, lay over there, just enjoy the sun. Not too bad. So Trent works from home as a mechanical design engineer for a new company, whilst Whitney runs the couple's social accounts, where they document their off-grid lifestyle. Whitney revealed that they had to adjust to living with less water, although they are still able to shower every day and wash the dishes. We do plan on digging a well, but it's expensive and quite dangerous to do on your own, she explained. Yeah, see, like, if I was them, I would just save up some money to have professionals go and dig the well. Because that is something you definitely do not want to be doing yourself. It is going to cost some money. Probably cost close to the same amount as the solar panels. Maybe a little bit less, but still... It's not, the, it's not something that you want to be doing yourself, for sure. They plan to install hot water in the coming months as the desert lifestyle has meant they haven't needed it through the summer. Thanks to a weekly farmer's market in the nearby town of Joshua Tree, Whitney and Trent are able to stock up on fresh and high-quality produce. Whitney says there's also a Walmart further down the road for any other supplies they may need. Their hard work didn't come without any setbacks, however, with Whitney saying there was a time she thought it would never happen. There was a point where I thought we were crazy, she said, mainly because a heat wave happened when we started our build and affected the desert temperature to 115 degrees Fahrenheit. It's very dry and you dehydrate very quickly. Our travel trailer couldn't keep up with the heat. That happened for two months, and we thought we were not going to get this done. Never giving up, the couple sat in Trent's truck during the day and built at night when it was cooler. Wendy and Trent are now focusing on the outside with plans to build their own greenhouse to start cultivating and growing, as areas of the national park are green and full of life. They believe their move was a good investment as a neighboring patch of land now cost $65,000. And this is the thing, financially speaking, this was actually probably not a bad move on their part. Basically, everything's pretty much paid for. Everything's basically cheap for them. If it goes into value, basically everything is golden. And here's the thing, like they basically are able to keep their costs so low now that basically everything that they might need to pay for is going to be extremely cheap and easy to handle. But the thing is, not everyone is willing to really do that sort of stuff, right? Let's see. Some of the comments. This person says, I'm struggling to understand how they have ditched the rat race to live off-grid. If he still works from home as a mechanical design engineer for a new company, which would require internet access, he is still part of the rat race. His home is just in a desert rather than a town. Well, I think the main reason is that he probably doesn't work like a typical 9 to 5. He works more probably on call for the engineering role. But then also, she has her income, I guess, from the social media stuff, I'm guessing. Because she's managing all that and whatnot. They're kind of off-grid because of the whole power situation and also the water thing. But they're still going to have to like source that stuff. Like Here's the thing. I think there probably would have been better places to do it at, but for the most part, compared to normal everyday working people, they are more off-grid than they are. 
Let's see. This actually looks amazing. So many miserable people commenting, geez, allow a little joy into your life. You might like it. This person says, exactly, I thought this was pretty impressive. Not sure I could do it, but pretty cool. This is the thing. I think it's pretty cool what they did. And as long as they did it in a financially smart way, which it seems like they did, then financially speaking, this won't affect them negatively in any way, shape, or form, which is a pretty awesome thing. Because you also got to keep in mind, too, there's literally people right now paying the amount that they paid for a car that's going to go down in value. But they put that money into basically a self-sufficient home that potentially will increase in value at the very least the land that they bought would be increased in value or would have increased in value. So it's just something to think about, you know? Amazing what you can achieve when you don't have a million government regulations blocking getting anything done. See, this is the funny thing, right? If they were to have built this yurt or whatever, and they tried to build it in like something like near Los Angeles, they would never be able to build it, period, right? There would have been so many government regulations from the state of California that they wouldn't have allowed this stuff to happen. But because they live or they chose to put this in like basically a less regulated area of California, they were able to basically pull this off for a tri- like a pretty cheap price, right? Which is pretty cool.